Hey guys, we're so excited to be back with one another recording in person. We just want to thank you guys for being so patient with us as we've been having our scheduling issues over the last month and a half, but we are back and better than ever. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we hope that you guys enjoyed the short episode that we dropped. So in today's episode, we discuss the everyday person running for office and what our feelings are on the 2018 midterm elections. Just please note that we recorded this episode on the Sunday before Election Day. Right. So keep in mind that we're talking right now um, without knowing who won yet. Right. But we're on Team Gillum. And Team Nelson. And Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Abrams, yes. <laughs> we're Floridians, but we're all in for, Stacey, for Abrams. Stacey Abrams as well. So hope she wins. Hope you enjoy the show. All right. Okay. Shut the door. In this last election cycle, the midterms, Oprah went down to Georgia to stump. I never understand what that means, stump. But anyway, I, I know what it means, but I don't under, I don't get the imagery of it, I guess. But like it's like when you go and you campaign on behalf of someone. And they call it stump. Have you not heard that before? I've heard it, but I didn't really know what it meant. Well, girl, see now you got me so confused. I don't know. Maybe it is stump, maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> But she went down and she was campaigning on behalf of the first, the potentially first black woman governor mm -hmm. in the U.S. Her name is escaping me right now. I feel really terrible. But anyway, so Oprah goes down there and then all of a sudden I start hearing on all the, you know, Politico shows, like the talking heads, I start hearing, is Oprah going to run? Uh-huh. I want, I want to be very clear. I want Oprah to be my dentist and my doctor, my teacher and my lawyer. I want her to be everything. I, I love Oprah. But like for real, my president though, I don't, and I know people are probably going to come for me. But has the 2016 election made it so that now any celebrity can throw their, their hat into the ring and anyone is eligible Anyone is eligible to be to be president now. And and before you answer, I'll, this is my question slash concern. Do you, we just have to like you or do you have to be qualified to do the job? <laughs> that's, that's a very good question. Um, first, okay. <laughs> Are we talking about president or governor? No, I'm talking about literally... Oprah running for president yeah. kind of thing. Gotcha. One, are you okay so, with Oprah running? Not running. If she ran, obviously she'd be a Democrat. Are you voting for Oprah? And also, just the thought of celebrity as president, or even the question of do you have to be qualified to be president? Or what does that mean? Sorry. So, that's a lot of questions. No, that, no, it's they're all, they're all kind of linked together, yeah. I guess. So one thing that I will say is... Um, I'm going to take it back from the president a little bit okay. and go towards this Georgia governor um, okay. campaign. Okay. I can't remember her name either, but I, I listened to, um, I've kind of started this new trend where I'm listening to NPR radio on the way to work. 
Hold on. No. Can we? No. <laughs> Hold on. I remember when we first started working together, I used to say you listen to NPR. And I remember I used to get like, what are you doing? Okay. Well, go okay, ahead. So, well, let, go me, ahead. let me backtrack on this. Mm-hmm. I remember when Trump started um, separating the children from their parents at the border several months ago. My husband had driven my car one weekend. And I got in my car the next day and he had NPR news on there. Yeah. So I left it on because, you know, it catches you and you yeah. listen to it. Well, I, I ran an errand at lunch that day. I'm driving and I'm hearing the news story about these children being separated from their parents. And I'm not going to get into this topic, but I just want to tell you this is why I never wanted to listen to it. I was sitting in my car sobbing, listening to this story. Yeah. And I chewed my husband out that night. I said, why? Do not put NPR news on in my car. Oh, ever snap. again oh wow Wait, i can't real? deal yeah i got into his car uh we went somewhere in his yeah, car yeah. um not long after that i was like you need to turn this off really mm-hmm. i i couldn't handle I couldn't it deal with yeah that. Like, it's just too much yeah like, i my 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 i don't even goodness. know like it's just messing me up even yeah i know so i can I'm see you gonna, so anyway i refused to listen to it well it got me again I was in his car mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. and it was on, and then I got hooked. So I'm listening to it all the time. Anyway, long story short, there was a show they were talking about the um, Georgia governor. Uh, Stacey Abrams Stacey. is her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she's running for governor. Yes. And do you know, she is of the people. When when I was hearing her interview, yes. I was just like, this this. This woman is like, she's got it together. She's yes. smart. You know, just like, I think it's cool that now we're actually, we actually have people running for office. Yes. Who actually represent. The people. The people got in it. this country. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, And I think that there should be more of that. And I, you know, and I think that that's what's happening today. And I think that Donald Trump is the one who started that. Meaning he, you know. He woke a lot of people up and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's time. It's time. If, if you know, no, none of these politicians are going to fight for change, I'm going to step up and I'm going to fight for change. Right. And that's huge. And I think it's, um, it's a sign that hopefully people are actually involved and they care about their, this country and, and our futures. Yeah. Um, so, so going back to, to that and seeing how Stacey Abrams is, you know, she is like doing things. Mm-hmm. I love that. Can I ask you a question before we, like, before you answer all seven questions I asked before, can I ask you another question? Yeah. You said that Trump has woken a lot of people up and it's caused a new type of politician to arise. Mm-hmm. Is it worth the cost? <laughs> no. And I'm not trying to put you, I'm not trying to put you, like, peg you down. I'm just wondering. I don't know that. I don't know. But the reality is this is where we are. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth the cost. I, mm-hmm. I would much rather have... Actually, I will say I do think it's worth the cost. Yeah. Because the reality is our politicians, even the Democrats, yeah. aren't doing... No, they're career they politicians. Exactly. And that's the problem. And, you know, I will say that's one thing that I agreed with with Donald Trump is that, you know, there should be term limits. But this dude is trying to... <laughs> He's trying to be a lifetime president. Yes, so, yeah, I know. But he said that. You know, okay. He said lots of things. But when he said yeah, that, I was yeah, like, you know yeah. what? I will agree with that man mm-hmm. on one thing. And mm-hmm. that's that. And mm-hmm. 
So, you know, just to say that I don't, just anything that comes out of his mouth, I disagree with. Right. There have been a couple things. Right. Who knows if any of it's true. Right. But that's another story. Okay. So, maybe it is worth the cost because it's nice to see that people are paying attention and they want to do something. I think it's huge. Um, so, as far as president goes, I, I like Oprah, too. Mm-hmm. And actually, I I did listen to parts of, you know, when she was campaigning for Stacey Abrams, um... And I loved her message. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Agree. I don't think she's going to run for president, first of all. I don't think that's going to happen. Not that I have any inside knowledge or anything, but okay. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I Would don't you think be open any, to the idea, though? I don't think we need another TV personality for president. And I actually got that line from you. Because when there was that speculation about her running way back whenever it was the um the me when the me too movement began right I think. she right. gave a speech at some awards show yes and everybody's like oh my god is oprah gonna run right and i asked you i said would you would you vote for oprah and you're like please we don't need another tv personality and i agree i said yeah man i'm consistent <laughs> okay because sometimes but it's but yeah. true mm-hmm. like you know and you know what i I think that I probably would agree with Oprah on a lot of things. Me too. Yes. But I think these people who are running for governor, these everyday Americans that are actually running for office, they might be the people who could potentially run for president one day. Not today, because I'm sorry, Oprah, as much as I might agree with her politics, is not prepared to run this country. Right. Donald Trump is not prepared to run this country. Even today. Even I agree. today, two Even, years in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, but these everyday Americans that are just starting out who care and right. are passionate right. about this country, right. they go and they are fighting to make this world a better place, this country a better place. Andrew Gillum. Well, who's to say in 10 years he couldn't run for president right. because he's pretty charismatic and he's, I love his messages. So he made me eat my words because if you recall, I was like, this oh dude God. is lame. Do you remember when I was like that? I was like, he's so boring. There's no cruise. I said, I think the exact words I used were, there's no Barack Obama in this. Yeah. Ooh. I think, he, I think he, yeah, he proved us wrong for no. sure. Oh yeah. I think he was just, he needed time to warm up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's charisma. And he's got some great one-liners. Can I ask you, so we were talking about it earlier, and he talked about, he said. In the, the debate? Yeah. That line? Yeah. As my grandma always said, yeah. hit dog will holler. Okay, what does that mean, though? It means he is, DeSantis was howling because he got called out, is basically oh. what saying. Oh. Okay. Okay, I was struggling with the imagery. I was like, yeah, 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 I'm with you. And then I was like, wait, what does that mean, though? <laughs> I was like, hold on. The, the crowd started going wild. And so I kind of got in that mob mentality where I was like, yeah. And then I was like, uh, but what, did what does that mean? <laughs> like, wait, huh? I know, it's 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 a little, it was a little um, confusing at mm-hmm. first. But when I, like, when I listened to it a couple times, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And, um, and I wish, you know, he said a few one-liners mm-hmm. that I'm just like, yes. I'm going to have to start keeping a list of his because mm-hmm. I'm going to steal them. Oh, yeah. I love them. Good. Like, there are three. I know. The Hit Dog Holler ones suck with me uh-huh. because I love it. Uh-huh. Um, but there were a couple others he said that I'm just like, yes. There was one he said that literally took all of my breath out of my body. 
Do you remember it? Yeah, I do. It's not a one-liner. It's just what he said. Oh, okay. He said, I'm not calling you a racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just saying the <laughs> racist thing. You're a racist. <laughs> defining moment right there what oh my god yeah wow okay um can i bring it back a little bit sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i and so i just want to apologize for saying that he was lame i know not of what i speak i apologize i'm just putting it out there publicly well the reality is that first debate was pretty lame you're not saying but but saying that Andrew Gillum was lame, is what you're right, apologizing right, for. Right, right, right. I'm saying, like, he didn't have any charisma. He right, does. He does. He has plenty. He does. That's what I'm saying. When I was saying he was lame, I was saying there was no charisma. He has plenty of charisma. So I'm publicly apologizing because he's one with the people. Yeah. You can feel it. Okay, bringing it back real quick, though. So some people would argue that the president alone does not run the, the country. He has executive power. But he has a cabinet of people around him who act as his advisors and will give him information and will kind of inform him of the topics, right? Because one person can't know everything. I get that. So Oprah, if she were to run and win, would not be alone. She would have a cabinet of people around her who would inform her. How would she pick that cabinet? How would she determine who knows what when she hasn't worked with these people. Right. And that's the problem with Donald Trump right now. Right. You know, he's got all these people who are just extremists. Like, they have all these, all these, like, ridiculous ideas about what America should be. And Donald Trump doesn't know. He doesn't care about really anything and other than his pockets. Yeah. So, he, that that's what drives all of his decisions. But then, you know, then he's got all these extremists that are working for him that are pushing their ideas. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Sure, whatever. Only for a limited time, though, because I promise you, he has more turnover than McDonald's does after a summer break. Yeah. Like, seriously, the people, the, the his employees or his cabinet or whatever, they're there and then they're not there. It's yeah. like, I'm so confused. So, at any given time, he's, he's surrounded by a totally different group of people. The truth is, he just wants to be surrounded by, by yes men. But someone very close to me, who I love dearly, voted for Rick Scott. And the notion was, Bill Nelson has been doing this job since 2008, I believe, this person said. And not much has come out of it. So, if for nothing else, just give somebody else a shot. Because politicians... I guess, you know, when you're in it for so long, you only start serving yourself. How long has Rick Scott been in it? In the Senate? A governor. Yeah. He's already I, been the, in so, the system. He's right, already been in politics right. for so long. I, hold on. And hold also, on. I'm with you. Hold on. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> I can feel it. No, I'm with you. I'm just saying. And what's so, Bill Nelson supposed to do? I agree. He's one of a hundred people. Agree. In the minority. Agree. Okay. Sorry. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think the question more so is, is kind of like you were saying, term limits or if you do more of the same, how can you expect change type thing? I'm just wondering, is that does that have any value to you or no? No, there's value in it. And I, I think that there should be term limits. I think that that's a problem because too many people are career politicians. They, I think they get into the system and that's why there's so many special interests because they can just stay in there for years. When you're an incumbent, 
it's easy to stay. They're just going to con- yeah. they know your name. Yeah. Just cl- hey, I know. I recognize that name. Right. People don't research. And the reality is, I don't really know much about what Bill Nelson has done. But I know that he is not going to back our president 100%. He is going to question things at right. least. Rick Scott, he and Donald Trump are close. They're tight. They agree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And also Rick Scott does not have the interests of the Floridians at heart. He is not concerned about that. But term limits are important. And I think that um, that that they should be in place. Yeah. Do I think we need fresh blood? Absolutely. Is Rick Scott it? Hell no. Right. So right now I'm thinking let's keep a check on Trump. But, you know, but this person who voted for Rick Scott, I understand the rationale. But I think that the, the rationale that we need fresh blood in the Senate. But I think considering the situation, you need to think about what these people stand for. And mm-hmm. are you okay with somebody who doesn't want to, who doesn't care about the environment, mm-hmm. who doesn't care about Healthcare. expanding Medicaid, yeah. who, you know, who doesn't, you know, I, who steals from people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So much. No, I there's agree just, with you. You know, yeah. there's so many things about Rick Scott that um, are appalling to me. So while I'm not, you know, in love with Bill Nelson, I certainly know I don't want to vote for Rick Scott. Yeah. Okay. Last hypothetical hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on in this final hypothetical you hear me refer to a podcast but i never name it so here's some information the podcast name is npr's ted radio hour the episode title is hacking the law the timestamp where you can find this information is right around 2647 ireland ireland is the name of the country that i'm referring to also Belgium makes use of the dual party system of an elected body and a voluntary body selected through sortition. Okay, now that you have that information, we can get back to the show. Okay, last hypothetical. I was listening to a podcast a little while ago. And in this podcast, they were talking about how, you know, we have the electoral college and whatnot. Um... And so it's not the vote of the people. It's really the vote of the Electoral College that ends up winning, right? I can't remember the country that they were talking about. I want to say it was like Iceland or Ireland. Two very different countries. (laughs) But it was one of the eyes where they mentioned that they have like a uh, two governments that run in tandem almost. They have a government of elected officials. And then they also have a government of volunteers, And so it's a group of people who want to volunteer to serve the the country and you serve like a three or four year limit. Your position is to run in tandem with this other government, but you are of the people. You're not a politician. You, You don't have to be of any particular means in life. You just have to be willing to serve the country. And I think you get paid something like $50,000 a year because it was like a baseline to just live off of. And they do this so that there are politicians or there's people who understand how the system works, which I think is really important, honestly. Yeah. Right. Um, But then there's also these people who understand the people and the needs and the desires and the wants of the people and are actually in the community. And they're not of any particular ranking in life. They just want to serve their country. And I really think that's really interesting because... I think it just sounded very utopic to me mm-hmm. to be able to have people who have a lot of the knowledge of how a system works 
and then the people who have the knowledge of the people and they have to work together yeah to accomplish a, a particular cause would you support that or you just do you think it's like really weird to just have randoms play a part in government the idea that sounds pretty cool but i'm just curious how it really works in reality mm -hmm. you know like these volunteers who are getting a baseline salary to they're not elected <sighs> Yeah, but like how how are they influenced yeah. by the by the actual politicians? Right. You know, are they bullied? Are they given the tools to make the decisions that they need to make without being bullied by these politicians? Yeah. Or, you know, like I think the idea of it is good, but I, you know, I just I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was just really interesting. I thought it was an interesting topic uh, or concept rather. Mhm. Mm I do want to state mm -hmm. that the election today is, what is today's date? As we're recording this? Yeah. yeah. Today is November 4th. Yeah. That makes sense. So today's November 4th. We're talking about a lot of politicians who are um, currently running their campaigns. And right. we'll be um, having our vote in two days. Yeah. So we'll find out who's been elected. By the time this actually goes to air. Goes to air, yeah. We're not, th we're, these decisions will have been made. Yeah. So just keep in mind. Um, for anybody who's listening out there that, you know, we were talking about this before we know who won, but Ooh. Are you gonna go Stacey it? Abrams, go, go Andrew Gillum, go Bill Nelson, go Bill Nelson. Okay. <laughs> if nothing else, it's a check on Trump. Right. And right. that's really all we're concerned with at this point. I agree. Thanks for joining the conversation. We're your hosts, Andy Anderson and Naya Tang. If you like this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook at Shut the Door Podcast. Join us next week for another episode of Shut the Door.